welcome back to Days and Disturbed, a show about the horrors of the universe and the thing that makes your heads go fuzzy. Hello, it is I, Danny de los Monstros, your host again. Hi, how you been? It's been a bit, hasn't it? I'm bringing you another episode, not on the Dolphin House. Give me a little more time on that. I'm in, currently moving from one studio to another, and there's a lot of reading and research that, I have to, that has to go into that episode. So I decided to do something a little a little different. I am joined once again with Madame Moxie. Say hello. Even practicing our dolphin calls. That wasn't a dolphin call. Good enough. Uh, dolphin, dolphin. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're, we're we're just gonna cut all this part out. We're just gonna just gonna cut it all out. Why you always got cut the fun stuff? No, I, I never cut the fun stuff. Paul never lets me cut the fun stuff. Paul. No, that's good. He keeps the fun stuff in. Paul. Yeah, Paul. 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 Shout out to Paul. <laughs> Hashtag hi. go Paul. Hashtag hi NPC Paul. Thanks for editing our episodes. Sorry, this one's going to be a little late. But whatever. We're going to actually do an episode on a movie that Madame Moxie actually has directed me to. What is the movie called? It's called The Holy Mountain. The Holy Mountain? The Holy Mountain, blessed be. Blessed be. Just the Holy Mountain. Yeah, it's the, it's the Alejandro, oh, fuck. It is the Alejandro Jodo, Jodorowsky. Jabberwocky. Alejandro Jabberwocky. <laughs> it is the directed, written, produced, and starring Alejandro J- J- Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. It is one of the more surreal films. It's, how do I put this? Very 60s, 70s. It's very 60s, 70s. He's, he takes his movies to a whole new level where he likes to breathe his own visions and his own life into his creations. And I'm, to give you an idea without spoiling the movie for now, think Julie Taymor films, but a lot less puppets or computer animation. And for those of you who don't know who Julie Taymor is, and that just slipped over your mind. Yeah, who is that? She's the lady who actually directed Across the Universe and Frida. Oh, I love that movie. You know how her movies are very surreal and very, like, colorful and beautiful and stuff like that? Yeah. Think Julie Taymor in the 70s, and she's a boy. She's a, she's a man. She's a boy. She's a boy. No, I think it's kind of like that one movie, Mother, also. That, yeah. Like that really weird fucking... There's, like... This movie has a lot of in-depth messages that you have to kind of dig deep into. A lot of cinema snobs and a lot of like film students watch Alejandro Jabberwocky Jodorowsky films. Like Jodorowsky. He's not Polish. He's Chilean. Yeah, isn't a J a J? Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. The white lady just schooled you on Espanol. Shit out of me. So basically what I'm trying to say is that this move, this dude's movie is very avant-garde. His style is made for those just that just want some more out of film or they just want to feel important. Something to drop some LSD to. Yes. This movie is definitely one of those films that you get you get you either watch it for the message or just get really high or really drunk with your friends and just try to see if you understand it. And I am doing I, I am doing another film review. That's fine. As long as I'm not doing, I don't know, I could review something worse, like Tumbling Dolls of Flesh or 120 Days of Sodom, which I might do that film one of these days. Basically, all right. I'm going to give you just a little bit of background, like some cool things that I just found out about the movie before we get into the, the actual review of the movie. The good stuff. The good stuff. Um... So this movie actually had a small budget of $75,000, which does seem like like almost next to nothing. But considering this film was in the 70s, you could say, hell yeah, this, this movie had almost no budget to work with. And this was around the, time, at the same time that the, the movie The Exorcist came out. And that movie was actually working with double digit million dollar, a million dollar budgets. Lots of millions. <laughs> Lots of millions. And actually, speaking of money... <laughs> do you have any? I wish. <laughs> speaking I would, of money, I would pay I have you to do this. So much money. <laughs> no, but speaking of the money, the person who actually backed up this project was the legendary producer Alan Cle- Alan Klein. Oh, Alan Poe. 
No, Alan Klein. <laughs> and Alan Klein, if you don't recognize the name, he was actually the manager of the Beatles when he made the Abbey Road record. The one that nobody really liked, nobody really wanted, but it's the same thing with Yoko Ono. That no man- one really likes her, no one really wants her. Yeah, nobody like Alan <laughs> Klein either, because they're like, he's the one who broke up the Beatles. Because he was the manager of all their other solar projects, too. Mm. A little Beatles facts, but, I mean, he made a lot of money. He convinced John Lennon and Yoko Ono to also produce Alejandro's other film, El Topo, which is, I might do another film on that, or a new episode on that. <clears throat> all right, enough of the fun facts. No more fun? <sighs> There's there's just the interesting facts that I found that I was like, oh, I want to kind of explain that because you know that'd, that'd be kind of cool for the people to know about the overview of the film to see if this is for you. It's a psychedelic adventure about religion and finding your own self worth. It breaks the fourth wall. The, the actors are just doing some ludicrous ass shit. It was the seventies. I can't say any more more about that. If you don't like the the movies of the of the seventies, like the more psychedelic, freaky looking, like Fritz the Cat kind of movies, then this movie not might not be for you. But we got drunk during this film, so I liked it. You you didn't get drunk. Mm-hmm. We watched it yesterday. You weren't you weren't tipsy. I, I, I mean, don't eat while you watch this movie. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. You might. Why? Um, so being that it is a 70s movie, there is not a lot of animal rights going on in this uh, movie. Yes, yes. Um, should I talk about the, uh, the exploding frogs? We'll get to that. If, if you, anything about the, like, you know, fuck it, let's just get into it. Did I spoil it? Yeah, there, there, a little bit, just a little bit. So let me just go scene by scene and let's just break it down and then we'll just, I don't know, we'll just talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, let me get my, uh, say something. Say something. Do, 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 Got him. Do, do, do. All right, so. Ding, ding, ding. The first part of the film you meet the alchemist who's wearing all black and he's got this giant black brimmed hat where you can't see his face. And you meet these two girls that are sitting in front of them that are sitting naked. Yeah, they're naked. And then he starts shaving their hair. Right? Yeah. And then he like puts their heads together and it's like, oh. Yeah, he's like, these are my my ladies. The set pieces in this film are beautiful, by the way. Like the... the oh my God, yeah. They had like all like in the in the background, all they had is just like a bunch of like cool looking eyes all over the place yeah I'm like it's a so it's a beautiful film it is it set is. wise costume wise just and the animals the 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 the, 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 the visuals are really pretty I said the edibles i'm like yes the edibles the edibles were fantastic <laughs> it's visually a very beautiful film but if you're not really into deep philosophical religion stuff, all that good stuff, it's you're kind of just like, what? The entire s- time. You can still get into the whole... You can still get into the movie from based just on the, the scenery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you'll be very confused the entire time. Except for until I the was. end, maybe. I'm still confused. We're still scarred. Not, I'm not scarred. I'm just... I'm a little lost. I mean, well, okay... I'll show you why I'm lost. Okay, so this movie has almost no talking except for like the 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 alchemist. He's the only one that talks and the thief. So speaking of the thief, the first part is where you meet the five of swords, which is a an actor who has no arms and no legs. Like he he's paraplegic isn't the word, right? No, but I I don't know if there's any nice way to say that he had no limbs. Like, yeah, the actor just really just didn't, didn't have any limbs. So like he, it looked like they might have been, like, amputated, maybe. Yeah. Which, hey, props to Alejandro. He actually hired a lot of people with physical ail- physical disabilities, physical ailments. What do you... What, Dis- how do I say it? Nice. Disabilities. Phys- he, they had a lot of physical disabilities, and he hired a lot, of, a lot of these people, like, throughout the film. But you could argue that a lot of the people that had visible disabilities or disfigurement were used as like the villains 
Yeah. So, I, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, put it out there. I'm not saying that that's how I viewed it, but I noticed that if it was almost saying that the beautiful people are worth saving in this film because all the deviants were mostly people who were disfigured or had a visible disability of some sort. Unless you get to like the later in the film where you meet the uh, some of the side characters who become very important to the film. They're all like supposed to be like beautiful people. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. So anyways, you meet the Five of Swords who has a... We call him that because he has a ter- no one knows his real name because they never say it. A lot of these people they don't have a name at all, except for again the side characters that we're going to talk about later. And I looked it up. The Five of Swords actually means in the tarot world he has a tarot card of Five of Swords. It means conflict, disagreements, competition, or defeat. So he's a pokey motherfucker. Yes. Yeah, he's Five good. Swords. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant they're talking about Pokemon. I'm like, he's a Pokemon motherfucker. I'm like, mm, okay, mm, I can see that. You want to catch them all? I sort of miss. Go. I don't- Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I choose you. So then you then see a the, the thief who has a thief tarot card on his chest, and he's just kind of pissing himself, laying in the middle of like the, like a dirt road. And a bunch of kids come, like a bunch of naked kids. Yeah, there are like nude children in this film too. Yeah, I, I don't, it was just kind of like, mm. yeah, I, I don't know how to. Did they like did they like they were always naked though, and it was like, do they have to be naked? That's what kind of creeped me out a little. Yeah, bit. Oh, me too. I was kind of like, why, why the naked kids? Okay, like that? one scene maybe, but like every it, single scene, it was naked children, and I'm like, he's got a problem. Again, a lot of this <laughs> film has a lot of symbolism that you really, really, really have to dig into and to kind of understand or just listen to the um. I mean, the, uh, the commentary by, 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 I'm just going to keep him calling him Alejandro. It's just a lot easier. Yeah. Call him AJ. A- AJ. That's AJ right. Sure. Yeah. So. But maybe the naked kids resemble like innocence or being like new in the world and untouched by sin. I don't know. Yeah. But they were laughing at him and they, he was crucified by the little kids and then they were throwing stones at him. Then he got off the crucifixion, yelled at them like, get him. He didn't yell anything. He's just like, ah, and then all the kids like, ah, get out of here. But then him and the Five of Swords actually, like, make a friendship out of that. They're like, oh, hey, like, they were messing with me and, that, and they were messing with you. You scared them off. Let's be friends. And then so the Five of Swords starts licking his face, for, uh, like, licking the sweat off of his face. And they started, like, laughing and staring at, uh, like, a, a marijuana joint together. Yes. Yes. So the next part, they, they're like, okay, let's tell. They, 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 they go into a town of sorts. And both of them are actually just wa- starting to watch a bunch of tourists who are partaking in, like, the horrors of humanity. Yeah, they're wearing sombreros, too. They're, they're wearing sombreros, and they're, like, f- photographing, like, a bunch of soldiers killing a bunch of innocent... Um, I'm guessing this is in Chile, because the director is Chilean. He's also part French and part Chilean, but... And Ukrainian. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. His parents were Ukrainian. He was born in Chile. Oh! Well, I mean, I get. Okay, I guess... I guess explains the last name. Explains the last name. But they go into this town and they, they see a bunch of soldiers killing a bunch of Chileans. And at one point, even one of the soldiers like pulls one of the tourists to the side, rips off her, her panties and just starts like having his way with her. And then she's like laughing and like asking her husband to take her picture with it. And then like with them. Sorry. So the tourist is the, the, the tourist husband is like, hey, he hands his camera over to the to the thief and is like, hey, can you take a picture of of this soldier raping my wife? While I, while I stand next to them all happy and joyful, there is some symbolism there. I'll, this beginning part is very, like, it's not anti-religious. It's not. Anti-white people? Because all the tourists are white. They could be Chileans. Some Chileans are, like, pale white, too. That's true, but why would they be wearing sombrero hats? I don't know enough about Chile to be like, oh, that's that's, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't speak for the Chileans. If you're out there, and if you're a Chilean listener, do you guys wear sombreros or like a type of sombrero? It wasn't a sombrero. It was like a. Well, they were sombreros. Oh, they were. They were like huge, sparkly, like bright colored sombreros. The shit that you get from Chevys and ponchos. They were wearing ponchos too. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they were wearing ponchos. That's true. But Chileans are from the mountains, aren't they? So like Colombians wear wear pon- like not ponchos. They're called something else, but they 
Because it's cold you know, up in the like, mountains. It looked like they went to like straight up Food Max and got like a sombrero off of like the party section. And upon, like it looked very like it looks like they were wearing a costume of a culture. Ah, I see. So it was probably like making fun of, I don't know if this makes sense of like, what is it called when like, not imperialism, but. Imperialism is a part of it. That's what the, the, the next part's about with the frogs. Um, but like it's it's like they're they're tourists they're having fun at the expense of what their ancestor did to these cultures i want to yeah that's fair so maybe that's the message like we're trying to figure out as we're we're still (laughs) struggling obviously (laughs) we're trying to say it out loud to you guys what if it's like uh, i would get high to this film existentialism man it is all existentialism Fuck, I and figured it out. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> but it's weird because the first part they're parading around like crosses with like skin. They were skinned dogs. They were bloodied skinned dogs. Like on crucifixes. Down, on crucifixes. They were just marching down the street. Like the soldiers marching down the street with them. No more dogs. No, no more dogs. <laughs> but um, it was pretty sad. The next part is like the thief and the, the five of swords actually come up with a plan. Like, hey, the tourist gives the guy money, being like, thank you for doing this for me, for, 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 for photographing this. So the next part is, like, some sort of, like, m- mock town that the, 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 the Five of Swords and, I'm assuming, the, the thief built together. And they have, like, a Mayan ritual with frogs involved. And lizards. And lizards, yes. And, they, yes. and lizards. And they battle it out, and you see... Like- oh, wait, wait, wait. They don't... The... The imperialism, that's where that's where your connection comes in. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the thief brings in these boats full of frogs, and then he puts the frogs inside the little town, and, like, the, the frogs start, like, yeah, fighting them. Yeah, the frogs them. and the lizards start fighting. At first, I'm like, okay, they're not actually going to fight, but then you see, like, frogs trying to eat the lizards, and yeah. the lizards, like, biting the frogs. And then it starts, what, raining blood or something? Yeah. It starts raining blood on this little miniature, like... Aztec, Aztecian, Mayan, fuck. What were the what were the natives of Chile? I think at the end of the film they say Maya. Maya, yeah. So it might have been Mayan, but that was. I need to brush up on my native culture, but could have been Aztec, could have been Mayan. Who cares? It could have been Inca. Who knows? Aztec and Maya Inca. (laughs) Aztec and Maya Inca. (laughs) Inca. (laughs) So bad. I'm so sorry, but it starts raining blood on this. I was taking my Inca place. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it just starts exploding. Yeah. And you see the actual frogs and lizards exploding because of yeah. the explosions. Yeah. And you see, like, flying frogs. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, flying limbs. It was just, PETA would have a field day with this film. It was the 70s. Things no, but were, they would probably yeah. try to cancel it now. Well, this movie just got a re- This movie has been banned for a long time. Because of something with uh, Alan, Cle- Alan Klein, where he's like, no, you can't distribute this film anymore because blah, 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 blah. People would know he exploded frogs. But there has just been a redistribution redistrib- of this film. That's how I was able to buy the film. I, I went to my local record store where they have a bunch of like crazy random shit. He went to the black market section. I went to the black market section. <laughs> Nobody greeted me. And this guy was like, rude. You want to buy some movies? I'm like, yeah, yeah. What you got? He's like, I got the Holy Mountain. Shit. Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, and I signed like a non-disclosure form in any. <laughs> I just signed an NDA. <laughs> I guess you're breaking that right now. Shit. Well, I mean. Ah, he's here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Do, did you get the skin dog thing? I, I did not. Out of all the things, like why a skinned dog? I don't understand the frogs either. Well, and wasn't there like a Bible story where like it rained frogs? Oh, like it was like one of the plagues. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the the Spaniards were plagued. Like yeah. Oh, dude! I just figured it out. Oh my god! I mean, it could. I haven't listened to the audio commentary of uh, with AJ of the Holy Mountain, so you might be right. You might be wrong, but that's the most plausible. I think I can believe it. Oh, sorry. Sorry about... Sorry, everybody. That was a, that was a that high was a, five. That was a good high five. Just to clarify. So anyways, so we move on from that and then they get a bunch of money from a bunch of tourists and then they run into a... Like a... 
a dude in a nun's costume and then a bunch of fat Roman lo- Roman soldiers. It's not fat these days. It's curvy. It's full figured. Well, they were really full figured then. Oh, yeah. If I get canceled for this, watch the movie and they were really, really full figured. Oh, yeah. But they're all drinking. The, the nun and like the Roman soldiers are drinking a bunch of alcohol and they're just like chugging it away. And then they see the thief. And they're telling him, right? They, they give him a bottle. Yeah, they're like, drink, drink, drink. That's like, what, like the first audio you hear. It's like, drink, drink it, drink, yeah, drink I, it. it. It gets weird, too, because they start, like, they, they, they pull off the Five of Swords guy, and they start kicking him, and the Five of Swords guy just kind of disappears for the rest of the film. Until a, a random part. I wonder if it's because it's supposed to symbolize him drinking his sins away. Drinking his, like... Dude, you were, you're on this tonight. And I'm not even high or drunk. You're on this. I know. I'm so proud. So the next part is like they got the guy, they got the thief so drunk that he passes out. So the nun and the soldiers actually take him to like this back room of like this warehouse that they're sitting in front of. With lots of potatoes in it for some reason. Lots of potatoes and lots of bricks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And lots of frog legs too, like skin frog legs. Yeah, yeah. So then they start putting like... They lay him down in like a like a like a like a crucified like a crucified uh, position position, and I get I understand why because he has a strong resemblance to Jesus. He looks a lot like Jesus Christ, so they're gonna like I get why they did it. They're trying to profiteer off of his likeness and like sell him, basically. Just like Jesus was the likeness of God. Yeah, but they didn't sell Jesus because Jesus wasn't that popular at the time. Yeah, no, like he, Jesus. Yeah, he didn't have that many Instagram followers. Yeah, only it was only until he started turning water into wine, people really liked him. He's crazy! He's <laughs> partying! He's crazy! Party at Jesus! So, they make a bunch of wax figurines of him, like like thousands of them, or like maybe hundreds, because I don't think they can, they don't have, they, had a, they didn't have the budget for it, so they made a hundred of them. All the nuns and all the, the Roman soldiers were, well, the one nun and a bunch of soldiers were sleeping. The, the thief wakes up, and he's like, oh my god, they're they're gonna they're gonna sell me. So he starts getting mad at them. He starts beating the shit out of the nun and the soldiers, and they all the, all five of them run off. Then he goes into this whole warehouse and starts destroying every single figurine of him. And then like he's like ripping the faces off. They're wax figurines. So he's like clawing into their faces and ripping them off. And then at the very end of the the, the end of that scene, he's seen cradling one wax figure that's still intact and he's holding it like if he was like mary magdalene holding jesus christ like mm. looking at him on like almost sorrowfully because he tried to be pimped out or they try to pimp him out so he's the he's the prostitute and he's the process too yeah yeah i i guess i, I tried too hard for that one but speaking of prostitutes the next part you're inside of a church with like the like a like a, a wax figurine of a real jesus christ that's, that's like bleeding profusely yeah and there's a bunch of prostitutes with their titties out and everything like that. They have really cute outfits, though. They did. It was like a see-through sequin. It was like a see-through mesh black tank top. Yeah. And, like, and these, the white pants. Yeah, these cute little white shorts and like these little cute go-go the, boots. Yeah. It was so cute. And Obviously, what, I kept saying cute. but Then one of the prostitutes had a monkey, like a chimp, yep. that was just like holding her hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, any symbolism to that? And they were they were inside the church and they came out and then all the tourists came over and started taking their pictures and be like, ooh, look at me, look at me, you're so hot. And there was like one like naked little girl, not naked, but she was like dressed as a prostitute and this really old creepy guy was like came up to her. Oh yeah. He pulled out his eye. It was like, it was like a fake eye, but he pulled out his eye and put it in her hand and was like kissing her, her hand profusely, like kind of like- It was disgusting. Sexually. Yeah. Like was, he wanted her. Yeah, it was bad. And so then- the thief with his Jesus Christ figurine is walking through the streets, like carrying it like if it was like a, like a cross. Mm-hmm. And the, like he goes into the church and I guess to like maybe repent for his sins. And the, the church sees him carrying the, the, the false idol and they throw him out. All the prostitutes come like surround him and like start laughing at him and pointing at him. But then the one prostitute with the monkey, with the monkey, like starts wiping the, the, the wax figurine down. I don't know why, but why was there green, like, it, it was only for, like, a little bit, but, like, for one scene, there was just green blood all over the, the Jesus Christ figurine, and then the next scene, there was just no blood. Do you think, because green symbolizes envy. Maybe there has to do something. Maybe, like, the fake Jesus 
guy was envying that the, the real, real Jesus was getting more love than he was, and he was thrown out. Like the prostitutes, like I think that's why the prostitutes were laughing because they got to stay inside the church while he got kicked out. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Because isn't there like something with the Bible where he, uh, there's only one God and you can't, we can't worship bl- other gods? You but can't you can, wash up false idols. Yeah, you can't wash up. Wa- worship, worship. <laughs> you can't wash false idols. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so maybe that's why like they were laughing because it's like even though they live sinful lives like their sins can be forgiven but the whole worshipping another god can't be forgiven so he got thrown out of the church and so he's envious of the love that the other Jesus is getting I don't know I'm just pulling this out of my ass but it's the most plausible sense so far it's the most plausible explanations I can get until I watch the, the I could be we could be completely wrong and Alejandro, AJ himself has like a different meaning completely to it. He's like throwing a plank because we're getting it wrong. No. No, the frogs represent this. Fucking idiots. Frog legs. Hasn't anyone had, had those? I've never had frog legs. Neither have I. I don't want to eat frog legs. Not after this movie, no. No, no. All right. So then he, then it's nighttime. The prostitute, the, the prostitutes follow him until they kind of like lose him. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's like a like a like a hard cut to the next scene where it's nighttime and he's walking the street with his his wax figurine too. He sees a bed in the middle of the street and he he's like, okay, I'm, I think I'm going to sleep in it. So he he didn't say he didn't say that. Nobody says that anything in the movie. They just talk like yeah, like simlish. Yeah, like they talk like simlish. They're just they're just mumbling. Yeah, or going ah. <laughs> the, the priest was going ah ah ah. <laughs> <laughs> seagull sound <laughs> the chimp was there oh, that's not a seagull sound Oops, was a seagull sound <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> could you imagine if seagulls actually just sounded like that instead oh like the mocking the you know like the uh the mocking jay or whatever the mockingbird mockingbird the one that has like a, like thousands of sounds that it can mimic it can mimic like a chainsaw oh i think it's um the liar bird mm, i don't know maybe oh fuck it what do I know about animals? I only do a horror podcast. What do I know about animals? Better call Steve or wait, he's right. Don't be mean. I d- too soon, man. Too soon. I'm sorry. But okay. So the guy lifts the, uh, the feet lifts the covers <laughs> and sees a priest. What is it? No, it's bad. I just thought of a Steve Irwin joke. What was it? Well, not really a joke, but you know how like in, in the Australian accent, they say Bobby. Yeah. He got like, Killed by the bob of a stingray. Man, that's way too soon. You <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it's not even funny. <laughs> the bob. The bob. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. You died by a bob. <laughs> so, where, where, did we, where did I leave off? Uh, Basically, he lifts the covers. There's a priest in bed with the actual wax figurine of Jesus Christ. He's in bed with Jesus? There might be a symbolism to that, mm. where he like, where the, the priest is like yelling at the like, yelling at the thief and being like, nah, nah, nah. but I'm, but I'm what I'm guessing is that he's like saying like, you're a false idol. This is the real Jesus Christ. Because he kept pointing at the real Jesus, and then he ran over to the uh, the fake Jesus and threw it on the floor. Threw it on the ground. Like a boss. Yeah. Is it the same song? No. I don't know my Lonely Island. Sorry. But anyways, so. The thief gets like irate and like super mad. He's like, ah, he's, he's he's furious. More ah. So he throws the the wax figurine on the floor and he starts tearing it apart too. And then he starts eating its face. This guy like legit starts eating wax. I thought I was like maybe it's cake. I don't know. I hope it was cake. He's gonna be constipated for weeks after that. But he was just like legit going for it, like eating its face. And I, I the symbolism is mm-hmm. like taking the the body of Christ. I get that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but to you, Christ, to you, amen. And then he ties it. Ties the Jesus Christ figurine on a bunch of balloons and then sends it off into to the sky. Red and blue balloons, to be exact. Any symbolism to that? Red and blue make purple. <laughs> Purple's a royal color. Yeah. I have nothing. I got nothing. Neither do I. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, the next part is where it starts getting like a little more wackier. He walks back into town, and then there's just out of nowhere this gigantic red tower. And then it, it just people are just looking at it. 
it kind of looks like a Rapunzel tower. Like they look to it to like this big giant hook always comes out of the window or something. And it, it, it lowers gold. Yeah. So like people are like like the townspeople are like fighting over like oh, I want the gold. But then, like, the thief cuts in the front of the line. Or it's like, straddles the hook. Yeah, he straddles the hook and he grabs a knife with him before he leaves. And he's, like, he's, like, threatening the other, uh, the other, like, townsfolk. Like, get away from me. Like, I- I'm going up here. So the hook starts lifting up with, with him straddling it. He gets to the very tippy top and he goes, he breaks into the, um, into the... Tower? The tower? Yeah. It's a tower. It's a tower. This part, the next part is, like... If you ever type in the Holy Mountain 1973 or anything about Alejandro AJ. Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. <laughs> you will see this scene. This is what we're talking about. Like the scenery is freaking beautiful. Gorgeous. So he breaks into this one room and it's a gigantic stage with like just the colors of the rainbow leading into a taste the rainbow. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> I want Skittles now. Ew. What? What's wrong with Skittles? Not anything. I'm sorry that you're wrong. Paul, you're gonna have to cut this out, I guess. No, no, don't don't cut this out. We're gonna let it, let everybody know Madame Mox hates Skittles. Oh, I hate them. There's so uh, mail us at PO Box three six five one nine eight two two one two Oregon Street and send us a bunch of Skittles. No, it's eight six seven five three zero nine. Is that the song? What song? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Do 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 I got your skittles. All right, so he went to the big skittle. Right, 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 right. So he gets into the room and he goes to the very. He goes to the end of it. He's kind of like walking cautiously because there's somebody sitting in like a throne. Also, like he's probably in shock that he like, walked into this rainbow. Yeah, and there's like this na- this naked lady like with a bunch of like um tattoos, like tattoos all over her, and she's like wearing silver all over her body. She has a full boot. You see seventies bush, seventies bush, seventies bush, seventies bush. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> so you just he, got so mesmerized by the seventies bush. Didn't I, you? I did. I did. I, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. She messed his head and shoulders. So he tries to keep the, the person in the throne gets up and then you find out that this guy's the alchemist who's played by Alejandro, by AJ himself. So he's all wearing white and then the, the thief tries to attack him, but this guy's too nimble. By the way, the fight choreography, it's not John Wick. It's not the Matrix. So the fight choreography looks cheesy as fuck. It's like watching an like Adam West fight the Joker in the, the, the those old Batman like t- the Batman TV show, like it was it's bad fighting. Minus like the the words that spelled out the sound effects. Yeah. Wow. Well, like the the thief like gets flipped and then he gets the knife knocked out of his hand and then like eventually he gets too tired and like the the alchemist like touches his chakra points and like stops him in his place and then behind his hair he had like a like a tumor that the the lady cuts out with the knife that he had and it, he pulls she pulls out like these. These skin frog legs. Yeah, I don't. It's just more frog legs. And like the blood was blue out of I the guess tumor. It symbolizes the plague. Maybe they're taking the plague out mm-hmm. of his body. Because when they when they when he unfreezes him, he becomes a little more happy. He's like, okay, I don't know why I attacked. He didn't say again. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, eh. oh. <laughs> but then the alchemist is the only one. Pretty much at this point, he's the only one talking throughout this film, except for the thief who says like one or two things here and there. Yes. So the alchemist is like, hey, do you do you want gold? And the thief is like, yeah. yes, please. I, I want money. Give me the gold. So he's like, okay, cool. But first, you must be cleansed. <laughs> so this part, like, threw me. I didn't know anything about this film until I, and then I watched this one part. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they start bathing. So the alchemist and the lady start ba- You can go ahead and take it over. They start bathing him, and then they bring out this nice glass... No, wait, wait, wait. Before that, I, j- I just want to go into it. There was a cute hippo in the, ba- oh, in yeah. the bathroom. There was a little baby hippo in the fountain. Yeah, he was just, like, playing with the water and stuff like that. And, like, all I remember from that scene is that the dude turns around, and you can see his, like, hairy asshole, and they... The lady's just, like, oh, washing his asshole and his she, balls. And she's, like, in it. She, like, is slicing and dicing those cheeks with a soapy hand. And she's got, like, the super long, like, nails. Like, they're, they're, they're like, a prop. Like, you know she cleaned out that asshole. She did. And that was... She oh. did a service detail. 
So then now we talk about the, the next part that I found fucking gross. It's disgusting. Go ahead. They tell bring you. out this nice little ceramic pot. Uh-huh. And, you know, when you do a full body cleanse, you got a full body cleanse. So then, like, they show him sitting on the pot. And I'm like, okay, like, they're not going to show. And then they show a human poop in the pot. Mm-hmm. And then they boil it. Yes. So the alchemists oh, they Dutch oven him with it. So they boil yeah. so they okay, <laughs> so they, they boil the poop and they put him in like this little glass egg and all the steam from the poop is like Dutch ovening the thief. And he's like laughing his ass off and crying and screaming and I they, mean I'd be crying if I had to smell my own shit. And he's like sweating and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just gross. And then like the poop magically turns into gold. I, there's a little more to it. I think like because the alchemist was also like doing like some um some crazy shit. Some alchemist shit. Some alchemist shit where he's like all dressed up and stuff like that. Little wizard staff and hat and. He didn't have a wizard staff, but he was like. I was joking. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> he did have like a like, he did have a wizard hat. The, the staff maybe not, but this dude is like like sweating out silver. So and then like the the alchemist is collecting the silver and then using putting that in in the uh, the, the 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 poop pot. The poop pot. Ugh. and then it, it melts and then it turns to the crystal and then it turns to gold Ugh. then he gives the gold to the thief and he's like <laughs> here you go yeah he, he's like no he's like uh um, <laughs> here's your gold no he's like your your shit but you can become gold i'm like okay now i see what this film's about like like did they really have to show the poop though just to say it's, that one it's, line it's an artistic part i mean they they what they like, like if I were to bring somebody poop. The, the, <laughs> there are wor- there are worse films have, that have shown worse. It's just <sighs> we're we're kind of starstruck because we just finished watching like the like the the second half of the film. It just it makes sense. I I I got it because it's like okay, like yeah. I know how to better your. The alchemist is trying to better this guy's life. But the, why the poop? I still, like, why? Because he's excrement, but he can become gold if he wanted to. Okay. You, I, and I, I understand the message. I just don't understand why they had to show the actual poop. It's an artistic film, like they okay? Couldn't, they couldn't just leave him, like, sitting on the pot and implying that he pooped? It's artistic expression, okay? Okay. It's avant-garde, okay? So every time I'm, I'm going to poop, I'm just going to say I'm going to make an artistic expression. <laughs> Excuse me, I got you an AE. That's good. I'm gonna drop an AE. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> better hope I don't bring it to you. Oh no, it better be gold at that point. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, it's artistic expression. So. <laughs> All right, I gotta go drop an artistic expression right now. No, I'm oh, okay. I was like, damn, dude, we're in the middle of this. No, I'll bring you guys with me. No. <laughs> okay, so blah 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 happens. The uh, yada yada yada. Shits in the vase. Okay, so then he tries trying to transform the thief into an, an alchemist himself. So it's like trying to show him the way by like putting like a tree branch between his legs, like a sword between his arms, like. I'm sure it symbolizes some kind of tarot card. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be like, oh, hey, okay, so you're going to become the, like, my my apprentice. So I'm going to show you the ways of how to do it. We're going to show these nine corrupted mortals the way. So then the second part, which is not my favorite part of the film, because it gets, it kind of drags on a little too long. Yeah. But the second part is, like, going through, like, the, um... Each person, these are the secondary people that we're talking about. They all represent a planet and they're saying like, oh, I'm Neptune and I represent like, like what, like name one of them. Like war, right? Yeah. One, one person like profiteers off of war and then one person profiteers off of like making people feel ugly. And then he, he, he makes makeup so people feel beautiful. It's, it's symbolizing. Yeah. It's kind of like a Sailor Moon call off. It's like, I'm Sailor Neptune. I'm Jupiter. I'm Mars. I'm minus, Venus. Minus the cute outfits and the pretty transformation. There were some cute outfits in the artistic guys. Like, I think that was like, like Pluto's. I am Pluto. But, okay, wait, I'm going <laughs> to mention this too. 
this movie's very hypersexual. Like there is a yeah. lot of genitalia. There's a lot of tits. There's a lot of like penis, nu- penis, small nutsack. penis, small and big, small and big, small big, small big baby. But there's like a, like a lot of sex, sex involved. Like the art the, when they go into this art exhibit. It's not the alchemist and the the um, the thief. It's it's this guy giving like his backstory. Like oh, I'm Pluto. I I profiteer off of art, but then I. I don't know. He starts like poking his art supply, his arts like st- statues, but they're all actually naked women, like all painted on themselves. Oh yeah, like they have basically it's like women's body parts that are used for artistic expression. Yeah, so like it's like imagine you're in you're in a box, but there's a cutout for your ass. Yes, that's basically what it is. But they're painted over, and people are just like poking it, like oh. Art. At one point, the oh. guy like legit sticks his finger in like the girl's butthole. Yeah, he does, and you know, art. I guess art, art. artistic mm, expression. Art. Artistic he better expression. hope she don't make an artistic expression on his face. That same art guy. This is the best part. The robot. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's this exhibit where like there's like a robot that's you know, it's just a giant silver square robot. And I guess the guy's assistant is trying to make the robot orgasm for some reason with, the, a, with a giant wand. The point of the of the art piece was like, oh, this is about like the female body. Yeah, I guess. And so uh, the assistant was trying to put the wand in the robot too soon, I guess. You know how ladies he didn't, work. He didn't stimulate it enough. He didn't stimulate the artistic expression enough. And so the robot vagina was like upset. And it didn't. It didn't do the thing. Didn't do the thing. So then they had this woman. This woman that this guy is like cheating on his wife with. Yeah, they had her hold the wand, and he he says, "She knows a way to a woman," or something like that. And like this thing starts playing with his uh, his his art creation, like the with the with like a giant wand, and like it's like rubbing a robot clit, I guess. And like it, it starts to orgasm. Like all there, these like things start popping out of it, and it's like. Beep, 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 but you know you hear the, the robot go like oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> so I'm like okay I guess it's getting an orgasm and then out of the <laughs> out of the end of the pipe it starts like spewing out like brown liquid I yeah. guess that means semen and then out of the brown liquid comes a little tiny like robot and the thing's <laughs> just swinging around left and right and it's like ah. eh. it's like a really horrible robot voice like eh, eh, eh. and it just does it for like five minutes and then yeah okay. Um, baby robots. Baby robots. It's just, it's it, just it drags so, on for too long. It's just so much. It just drags on for too long. Crap. This part, and then like, so then we cut to this third. Th- now we're getting to the third act where like the alchemist gathers all of the nine mortals together and says, "Hey, you guys are like the captains of your industry, and you guys have, you guys, the last thing you guys want to do is conquer death. You're that powerful. You want to be immortal." Mm-hmm. I can teach you how to be immortal, but you have to go on a spiritual spiritual journey with me. Come with me, and you'll see a world of pure imagination. imagination. So, how do I explain this? They go through like a system of trials, I guess. Yeah. Well, it goes through like a like like a cleansing process. Yes. Like they have to throw away all their money. They have to like shave themselves. They have to go through this entire cleansing process before they go on a boat and decide to venture off into La La Land. Their, their request is the Holy Mountain, the title of the film. Yeah, they're going to go to the Holy Mountain and find the, the nine immortal men, kill them and take their place. Yes. So, now we get on to the titular adventure. Dun, 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 dun. Titular adventure. The tantalizing adventure of... Tantalizing. Because there's so many titties in this part, too. So many titties. We get to the first trial. It's just like a town full of debauchery, and then none of these nine people are swayed by the by the people. Yeah. So the people who are on this island were those who were also seeking immortality that failed to resist temptation of like booze and all that stuff and sex and all that. So stuff. it's like a giant party on the island. They're all like, "Come join us!" Like this is the real key to immortality, and they're like trying to push like drugs and alcohol and you know debauchery. So this actually, the, the, before we get go on to the trials more, what I got from it, it was a very Dante Alighieri's Divine Comedy, like the, in the Inferno. 
like when you when I forget it was Sharon Sh- Charon, the guy who shepherded the dead to the to, into into purgatory or the de- dead into Hades or Tartarus Tartarus. Sorry, I forgot what hell was called in Greek, but he starts like leading these people into like he starts leading the the main character deeper and deeper into hell, showing them parts of life like people who sin or people who also commit like gluttony, envy, whatever. So this alchemist is kind of like Sharon showing these people like this is what life is all about. Let's get rid of this this shit and let's become better people. I'm explaining it horribly. Alejandro has a more beautiful way of saying it. He has a way with words. I have obviously don't at this moment. It's just a lot. There's like so much going on. Yes. You're just like, what? How do you even begin to narrow it? You just can't narrow it down. At this last part is what people who want to see like something weird, some weird <laughs> shit going on, have to watch this movie. The last thing, I'll, I mean, there's a few other things I want to go on, but like there's this one part I just showed Madame Moxie. <laughs> where they climb they climb a mountain this one person's like i can't go on i don't want to go on anymore but then like one of them is like you know what like you're just afraid to like get to, you're afraid to climb you're afraid to, to to get to better heights and then the other like this other guy was just like just rub your clit on the on the mountainside you'll give yourself to the earth yeah give yourself to the earth so like this lady's just like fake humping the like the mountain <laughs> she's like oh oh i'm like okay and i'm like uh and then Danny. Danny it was just. <laughs> Did you just forget my name? <laughs> I was gonna call you Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Uh, later. Anyway, kidding. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that yeah. So Danny was just like, she's not even touching the freaking mountain. Yeah, she's just kind of like she was faking it with Earth. Ooh. Symbolism. And then they just they get into like an ayahuasca trip or I don't know I think it was peyote or they drink something where it starts making them all like trip out super hard super hard balls and now they're going to like a deeper spiritual adventure where they're where the alchemist is kind of explaining what like how life should be perceived and I think this is Alejandro speaking at this point because again this is the seventies and everyone had their own idea of like what life was all about and I just want to mention the part about death. He put it very beautifully. Like if I was, if I'm afraid of dying and I was watching that film, the way he explained it, like it makes a hundred percent sense. How do you explain it? Well, he, he explained it like your earthly body is alone given to you by the earth and you're never, but and you're going to, if you, if you think you're going to be alone in, in life, that's not true because you'll, you will always have your grave to look, look like to, to, to welcome you. The one thing that that's certain is that you're gonna die, so give yourself back to the earth. It's only alone. Like don't don't try to hold on to it because you know you can't. But once you're once you're with Earth, you'll understand. Like this, that was that's your original body, and then you'll become your the way he, the the, what I, the 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 words that I liked him saying was, like, you're gonna be your own mother, your own father, your own child, your own perfection. You're gonna be. Uh, your own master. Yeah, you're gonna be your own master at that point when when you once you reach death. So don't be afraid of it. And I was think I was kind of reflecting on. I'm like, you know what? That that is kind of a nice way to put it. I mean, death is death is a whole different topic on its own. But the way he explained it kind of just gave me a little bit of comfort about you know death. I don't know. I don't. Know. That's what I. That's what I got from it. This is the part you fell asleep at. I did fall asleep. The other the other time we watched it, we had to watch it twice because of me. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, I mean, we we watched it pretty late at night. I was like, do you want to do you want to just get kind of drunk and watch this movie? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's apparently what I sound like when I'm drunk. So the next part, and it's the only part that I, I there's there's two more. Parts, I swear, we're almost. Why are you apologizing? You're giving a kick ass review. We're almost done trying to gather the information and try to analyze it. That's what I'm trying to say. Because we're analyzing it horribly. If you really need to watch you watch this movie on your own, maybe you'll get something different out of it. I'm just we are just analyzing it in our own way that we're trying we're trying our best to understand. That's why I'm apologizing. We're trying to make sense of the situation. Yes. The next part becomes this sort of like Lord of the Rings, like the, the 
if you've ever watched The Return of the King, where they're walking through the bog up to towards Mount Mordor, where Frodo and Samwise and Gollum are like walking on this one narrow path, and then to their left and right, there's like a bunch of drowned bodies. This part gets just super weird. So like they have to stay on this path and let the alchemist like take them along, but they're going to be faced with like uh, their temptations, their past temptations, and they're trying to get beyond their temptations and become better people. It's almost like letting themselves go. But the imagery that they show was like, I just showed you this mm-hmm. was the whole. Uh, all right. Well, there's one part where you were talking about the dog fighting. Oh my god! Yeah, so there's one part where the, like the the police chief, I think he he was Neptune, was like you know beating on some drums with some bones, but then there's some actual dogs fighting each other, and they're drawing blood, like they're going for each other, like it's one dog's trying to rip another dog's it's ear really off. It's really hard to watch because they're actually like trying to kill each other. Yeah, dogs. it's not like fake or it's yeah, it's not funny. It's not it's not cool at that point. But then it gets to like a point where like one of the ladies like really likes sex before. So they show like a bull fucking a cow. I don't know why. You see his peen peens. But like the ladies, like it's implied that she's underneath the cat, like the bull, like with her mouth open, all being like, ah, I can't wait for this. Ugh. And then a, a dude's fist comes from off camera and like it was into her, like not gently, at first gently into her mouth. And it's like. Fucks her mouth gently. Yeah. He starts like rubbing his. his Knuckles. His. She starts rubbing her tongue all over his knuckles while, like, the fist is moving around. She's like, uh, 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 uh. And then, like, out of nowhere, this fist starts just, like, punching her in the face. And she's like, ah, please stop. Help. I don't like that. I don't like that. Safe word. Safe word. Pineapple. Pineapple, please. <laughs> and then I think the bull ejaculates. And you kind of see the bull. Not, like, you don't see the thing. but like They you, simulate it. They simulate it by, like, pouring a bunch of, like, mayonnaise. Mar- marshmallow fluff. Or marshmallow fluff. Elmer's glue something. All over her face, or she's just like blowing like bubbles with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking gross, and I'm just like, oh, that's disgusting. It's definitely a uh, intense bukkake. The one part that fucked me up, or watch it. We right now have the the movie in the background silently, so you guys, you guys have to. I won't spoil anything in the movie, but there's a part where one of the, I think one of the guys likes like. I, okay, I'm just going to explain it, and maybe you guys can interpret it. Maybe you can interpret it better than <laughs> I. So this guy pulls over a... He's, he's imagining that this is person underneath a like a, a green screen, like a green a giant green sheet. He pulls it off, and then it's like a half man, half woman. Like, it's a it's obviously an old dude who's, like, shaved half of his face and didn't, like, put a bunch of makeup on the, uh, the one side of the face, and the other side has, like, a beard. But, like, this dude has, like, a small penis... No offense. It's, it's a meter small penis. It's a little friend. No, you know, no offense. It's not how it's not how big it is. It's how you use it. True, true. But then he's got like the gigantic, massive, saggy melons. And then this guy's on his knees drinking from those titties. And then the guy, the old man lady, starts like spraying milk <laughs> out of out of their tits. And he's like spray like Krakatoa. Yeah. Like whoosh. But that's not the weird part. The weird part is that the, the breasts disappear and in its place are like cheetah heads <laughs> that are just shooting milk out of... It ain't easy being cheesy. It's disgusting. Because <laughs> this guy's just like... like, like Alfredo just, sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's like Alfredo sauce is shooting into his face and the guy's just like, nah, I'm okay, I don't want anymore. And he's kind of like, just trying to like... We're watching right now. <laughs> we're, uh... He's just kind of like trying to move his head. It's like, no, I don't want no more. Stop me, stop me. Like, bring your boobies back. And the, the, the old guy's just like yelling like, ah! <laughs> the, the Say hello to my Leo friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's like shooting milk into like the things, the, the guy's face. Whatever. The scene ends. We get to, finally get to the, the summit of the holy mountain. We see Thank the, God. We see the nine immortal men who are just sitting. You don't see, the, you see their backs, but they're sitting huddled around a table meditating. And, and like, they're wearing like these clue clucks. Yeah, they're like clue clucks clan like outfits. Is it clue or is it clue? That doesn't, I it's, don't know. It's, I don't care. It's KKK like attire. It's like white hoods, white dress wear. It's just, it looks weird. But the alchemist tells the, the, the nine mortal people like, Hey, meditate for three hours, then go up in the summit and kill them and take their place. And like they're like, what about you? He's like, well, I'm your teacher. You you don't need me anymore. You're already you already completely continue. You 
finish this adventure by yourself. You've graduated. You've graduated. So go go claim your prize. He then takes the thief to the to like like he he pulls the thief apart from the group and is like, hey, um, our our journey has ended. So I need you to cut off my head. The thief cuts off his head, and in truth, it was like he cut off a lamb's head, and this lamb's just like shooting out blood out of its neck. It's not a real lamb this time, though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a fake lamb, but the guy, like the alchemist, is laughing. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he laughs a lot in this movie. He does. He's a very yeah. happy guy. He's, he looks like a happy guy. Yeah, I I shake his hand. Yeah. Um, his his story was like, you know what? You don't need eternity like these nine mortal men. Your eternity would be through love. Oh yeah, because the prostitute with the with the chimpanzee or with the monkey was following them the entire time, doing every single trial with them, and he was explaining like she did it with you for love, for love because she loved you, and that's all she she was she was looking for. She wasn't looking for like any immortality; she just wanted to be with you. Aww. So he was like, you know what? You are now the master. You're the new alchemist. Go, just you can have my tower. You can have my crystals. You are now the, the master. I'm going to disappear now. Goodbye. Then they get to the summit. The nine mortal people try to like kill the people, the the immortal men. The people in the KKK outfits. Right, and then he they pull off the hoods, and it turns out they're a bunch of puppets, except for one of them, who was actually the alchemist in disguise. He's like ha ha ha, and he's like he's just doing this little like little thing. You guys fell for it. You had bull mayonnaise all over your face for no reason. That's true. That's true. And he. He's kind of like, okay, everybody, sit down. I have, I have something to tell you. I have a confession. I have, yes, I have a confession to make. So, he's pretty much like breaking the fourth wall at this point and now talking to the audience and is like, you know what? Honestly, in order to become immortal, you have to break away from the illusion of, I don't know how to describe it. How do you describe it? You have to, so in, in order to be immortal... You have to, I guess he's saying, like, to enjoy life for what it is yeah. and not try to create a fantasy out of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually pretty fair. Oh, okay. Like, just... Accept your humanity. Accept your humanity. Learn that, that death isn't... Uh, throughout this entire third act, it's just showing, them, showing you, the audience, how to live life properly. Not telling, like, trying to, like, like, tell you, like, a, di- like a dictator. It's like, no, no enjoy your life like accept reality and go forth and make become golden like the thief became leave your shit behind <laughs> leave your what did you call it artistic expression <laughs> leave your artistic expression behind yeah that that's it and then the movie just ends abruptly well i think also it was trying to say like if you live in excess like these nine mortals did like you won't be happy oh uh, yeah i didn't i actually didn't I'll just go fuck myself. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't put that together. I was like, okay, yeah, that, that, that doesn't make sense. Because like they were the extreme versions of. Would you say like the seven deadly or nine? No, there's nine. There's of them. nine of them. Okay. Well, they, they were they were living in, in excess and like they were they were profiteering off of people's misery. Yeah. So like now these people have become better people. Now that they've gone through their own misery because they had to face their own demons. True. Because they were feeding other people's demons rather than facing their own. Ah, that's what the trials were for with the milk. And the bull comes. So he had to face his lactose intolerance. And the lady had to face her fear with animal semen. What a great movie. Or mayonnaise. Or marshmallow. I hope it was marshmallow fluff. For her sake, yeah. But like, why the cheetah titties? Maybe they just had some extra props laying around. What can we use these for? And just put them on the dude's tits and then have... So what, what, what are my lines? Oh, you don't have any lines. So what do I do? Just yell. Just be chest with the cheetah. Just yell super loud at the guy. While you squirt him in the face, I'm like, uh, okay. Ah, got milk. Got milk, motherfucker. How? <laughs> I don't even know if this was a review of Holy Mountain. I think we were just it. we were just trying to figure it out. You and you, the audience, and we are just trying to figure it out. I really <laughs> say you should watch this movie. If it's not for you, it's one of those psychedelic adventures. It was an experimental film. If you're really not into that kind of stuff, don't watch it. If you're if you want to give no, it a try, watch, watch it. No, I mean, if it's one of those movies where you have to be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's weird. Yeah, if like, have you ever seen Holy Mountain? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's hella fucking weird. And you guys might have a, like I said, you guys might have a 
way better understanding of this movie than we did. Because we just got, we only, this is our second day watching it. I barely passed philosophy class. I, I passed philosophy with an A, but this. I passed philosophy with an A. All you have to do is just prove your point. That's it. Like, oh, I think this is what this means. Great, you get an A. My, my teacher wasn't that nice, but anyway. Oh, my teacher was, was awesome, dude. I love that guy. But yeah, I mean, that's that's all we have to say about. And that's the holy mountain. That was that was the holy mountain. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I have literally nothing else to say. This, I'm, I, we're watching the the <laughs> intro of the movie again, and a lot of shit is happening. Like it's the, just so much. Watch it on your own. Hopefully, you enjoy the film. If you can find the reprints of them, I recommend you buy them because. I don't know if they're going to keep the reprints going for that long. So if you're a collector out there who likes collecting like DVDs and movies like me. Go to your local black market DVD seller. Yeah. And if they, if they smell like cheese, you know, you're in the right spot. Anyways, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to Days and Disturbed again. My name is Denny Ghost Monsters. I am your host. This is your co-host, my co-host, my guest, Madam Moxie. Would you like to say a little thing? Let's say a little, say a little farewell to them. Last, here we are at the end of our journey to the holy mountain, and I want to leave you all with this quote. We're listening. We're waiting. When you go to the restroom, make that artistic expression. Cherish it, <laughs> because your shit can be your gold. <laughs> I thought you were going to go way different with this. I'm glad you said it this way. <laughs> all right. Well, if you want to tell us any other topics that we could probably... In- we can hopefully get get around towards doing. I swear I'll do the dolphin house in just a little bit. I just need a, I need a little more time since I got some more some more material to work with now. Yes, please send us your topic ideas. Just don't send us pictures of your artistic expressions. If you do, we'll send one back of ours. And I'll make sure it's bloody. I'm just gonna put red dye all over it, and then you're gonna get freaked out. It will be in a war between exchanging artistic <laughs> yeah, expressions. You know what? Talk to me that way. Show, don't actually. No, actually. They are pen poop pals. Don't send us a picture of your poop. But if you want to talk to us. About your poop. Not about your poop. <laughs> send us a message at daysanddisturbedpodcast at gmail.com. Hold the poop. If you want to message us on our Instagram and see our new posts that go up or any, any details about our show or. Something that posts random shit on there too. I don't know. Sometimes he's lonely. Sometimes I'm lonely. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to somebody. That's you can message us at Days and Disturbed Podcast. That's our Instagram name. Twitter is where I'm more, most active. We are Days and Disturbed One. It's Dazed and D I S T U R B, the number one. That's our Twitter handle. Uh, Yeah, you can talk to me there more. What about the TikTok? Don't. 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 You made one for I your... did. I did, but I'm like, I kind of regret it. Make him not regret it. Subscribe Ma- to his TikTok. I don't have I don't have anything on the TikTok yet. I'm working on He's working on an artistic I'm... expression for the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Make it to that one song. Dun, dun. <laughs> right now, I'm in the middle of moving from... Like I said, I'm in the middle of moving from one studio to another. So I'm unpacking right now. I'm, I just barely found my microphone. Just give me a little time, and I'll get I'll get back on the Discord. I'll get back on the TikTok. I am on Instagram and Twitter a lot more, but that's so that's so far what I have for you guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Anything else you want to say? Be your artistic expression. All right, I forgot. You, you, that's all you had to say. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and we're gonna keep it quiet now. The neighbors are gonna get on on mad at us. Give me a kiss, give me a kiss. Mm, that's a beautiful artistic expression you got there. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about? What? I think System of a Down made a song called artistic. Holy Mountain. <gasps> really? Yeah, I think it's actually oh, about this. We should check out the lyrics. Everybody, if you're going to be in <laughs> the Bay Area at the System of a Down show, we'll see you there. <gasps> look for his look for, face. I'll, 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 <laughs> my face is not on the line. But look for the shirt. My shirt's... I'll, I'll, I'll wear the shirt up. I'll wear the shirt. I'll wear the shirt. I'll wear the shirt. I'll wear the shirt. I'll wear the shirt.
Silvertongue Audio.